gotta get on your job, tell them Haters, get on your job, nigga, motivation Nigga, get on your job, tell them Haters, get on your job, nigga, motivation Haters, gotta get on your job, tell them Haters, get on your job, nigga, it's motivation Suck a nigga, get on your job If you hatin', get on your job, nigga You can look me in my eyes, see I'm ready for whatever Anything don't kill me, make me better I ain't dead, nigga, you can take the fame and the cheddar And the game and the... Yo, 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 what's going on, people? This is your boy, the mad one, coming at you with my latest edition of my podcast, The Ballroom. First and foremost, I'd like to wish everyone and hope everyone had a safe and peaceful holiday season. Welcome to 2019. Oh, folks, it's time to get it this year. Thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you and love you all. Tonight's show, we're going to talk some Houston Texans, a little college football. We're going to stop by and check on the Rockets. We're going to bring you our special edition of our dumbass of the day. And, of course, end our show with our latest episode of That's That Bullshit. We are right back, folks, with the show. First up on tonight's show, the Houston Texans strong-armed their way to the AFC South Championship by defeating Jacksonville on Sunday. They get a first-round playoff match at home with an old nemesis in Indy. On paper, Houston Texans have a better team than the Colts. However, you don't play the game on paper. Sean Watson cannot be sacked six, seven, eight times. The offensive line has to play a whole lot better. Diop, what can you say about this dude? I mean, he had 115 catches, no drops. That's automatic, baby. That's 100%. You throw in the ball, he's going to catch the ball. So that's not going to be an issue. We have to run the ball effectively. I think the the Texans need at least at least a hundred at least a hundred yards on the ground. And the defense, I mean, I mean, nothing more you can say about the defense. You cannot give any quarterback, let alone Luck, and Drew Luck, time to six seven seconds to sit back and throw the football any quarterback could pick you apart and it's not like he hasn't had his history of 300 yard passing games along with ty hilton who has the most receiving yards of any player including any player that's played for the texans which play eight games a year in their own stadium 
So the defensive backs, you got your work cut out. I think you press them guys, throw them off of their rhythm, let the defense pressure luck, must run the ball effectively, can't turn the ball over. So we'll see. There's no, no, there's absolutely no looking past Saturday. I mean, chips going to fall where it may by the end of the weekend, but there's no looking past Saturday. You have to beat Indy first to move on. So sticking with football, and the Final Four was was ooh wasn't good for some of the fans out there. For the fourth straight year, we're gonna get a look at number one Alabama versus number one Clemson for the college football championship. Notre Dame they did not play a very good game versus Clemson, and thus was routed. And Oklahoma, they fought hard against Alabama, but I said it at the beginning of the season, just don't think anybody can beat Alabama. I mean, they're just too balanced, no dumb mistakes, no no penalties. They don't turn the ball over. They rush the ball effectively. Heisman runner-up at quarterback is probably the best quarterback in, in college football right now. I'm not a big Oklahoma, Alabama fan, but... I just don't see anybody beating Alabama. If Clemson do, great. If they don't, yeah, hear what it is. Sticking closer to home, U of H president, Tillman Fatita, both stood stood fast to their word, and they said they wasn't going to accept 8-4 from a head coach at U of H. Thus, they fired Major Applewhite after two years. I, I think the whole firing is evolved around the way he handled Ed Oliver with the jacket on national TV and then getting 70 put on him by Army in the bowl game. Well, the good news is West Virginia former coach Dana Hogerson, he's now the new head coach over at U of H. He is at a five-year deal, $20 million. He was once the offensive coordinator at U of H in 08 and 09 under Sumlin. So he has familiarity with, with the program. He's 61-41 and 41 at West Virginia over the past eight years. <clears throat> West Virginia has always been in the bowl game. Been very competitive in the Big 12, so we'll see if he can bring that grit and grind to U of H and get them back in the right direction. Let the apple wait. Here what it is. Be right back, folks. We're going to stop and check on our Houston Rockets.
folks, sorry for that extended version, but those of you who are music aficionados, like I consider myself, that Robert Plant go hard. That's back in the day. Sixes and sevens, Robert Plant. Check him out. The Houston Rockets, they're making moves up the standings. They improved <clears throat> their record to 21 and 15. And ironically, from where they started, they're only three and a half games out of first place. And these last 10 games, James Harden, shit, sending the MVP right now if it's based on scoring. This dude averaging 40.8 in the last 10 games. I mean, dude, you can average 40 points. That means you're getting 30 plus nightly. Hey, if that's what it takes to win, then then as long as we can continue to play tough defense, I mean, we know what what we're up against in the West. West ain't going to be no punk this year. You're you going to have to bring it. And if you can last the whole season, get CP3 back, maybe give you a little bit of rest, we'll see what happens. You got a tough one tomorrow night versus Golden State. Right now, they're the standard bearer of the West. So you're going to have to figure out a way to beat them and beat them consistently. You're going to have to toughen up and, and basically take their will to win. And that's hard to do right now. But three and a half games out, not even at the All-Star break, nothing's impossible when you think about it. Be right back, folks. Bring your extended edition of our dumbass of the day and our, our, our latest of that state bullshit. You don't want to miss this. Let, let me tell you about my qualifications. I program computers. I know accounting and psychology. I took a course in business and I can speak a little Japanese. Got to work two years to get one week off with pay. And when I'm on my job, I better watch every word I say. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> Somebody doing something slick downtown. It's got me wondering which is which. Might as well go outside and dig a ditch. Ain't that a bitch? Yo, 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 welcome back, folks. Well, that's what quite a few coaches said this past Monday. And we'll call it Black Monday in the NFL for nothing. Eight coaches was fired. <sighs> Sadly, though, five of those coaches were African American. So that leaves only three minority coaches out of 32 teams in the NFL. Hugh Jackson in Cleveland. No, he was fired. Mike McCarthy in Green Bay was a surprise. He was let go. Dirk Coder in Tampa Bay was fired. Todd Bowles with the Jets. Vance Joseph with Denver. After 16 years, Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati finally chunked the deuces. Miami fired Adam Gacy. But the one that gets me the most is I, I see Todd Bowles. He had a winning record his first year, but after three straight losing seasons and with the Jets, who was just a horrible team from head to toe, they're putting pieces together, but 
these owners don't have time for that. Vance Joseph, two straight losing seasons at Denver. I mean, I don't remember. Man, not a lot of coaches have had substantial success except for Shanahan in, in Denver. But, I mean, but Steve Wilkes with Arizona. You give this man 16 games with with a horrible team. You you do seem like you have your quarterback of the future. Your running game. You, I mean, there's so many misses pieces in Arizona. It, it's it's just hard to compete in in that division with the Rams. 49ers, Seattle. But damn, one year? You give this dude 16 games and made a decision that he's not the right fit for your organization. And if we throw in general manager Reggie McKinney, who was fired earlier this year from Oakland, That's six black coaches or executives has been fired this year. <clears throat> now, most of these coaches on the list, they've already have been interviewing from other positions. <clears throat> but... I think the one thing that the NFL, one of the one things that the NFL is missing is the understanding that these players that are coming out of college now are not the players that are coming out of college 20 years ago. And I say that to say, just look at the dual threat quarterbacks. Just, just start from there. There's no way you can run a standard drop back pass offense with some of the athleticisms that these players are coming into the league with. So I think the NFL is kind of looking at this model that are in some of these top-notch college programs. But how do you give a coach 16 games to determine whether or not there'll be a winner when, for the exception of Fitzgerald, I don't think you've had one player play all 16 games this year. I mean, some of these coaches were, were, were no-win situations from the beginning. Teams were just bad. But Vance Joseph was not doing a horrible job in Denver. Todd Bowles in New York, I mean, it was inevitable. New York is just... I mean, Hugh Jackson, Baker Mayfield didn't like him. He's proven it. He's shown he didn't like him. Brought in the interim coach, Greg Williams. He was let go, too. So, 
Now they're looking for for a coach who can who can suit Baker Mayfield. Just think the NFL to so many problems and and wonder why some of your viewership is down. Shit like that. NFL owners. Man, y'all some dumbasses. And you dumbass of the day. Oh, but don't fret. There's also gonna be an additional dumbass of the day. And it has to be 45. With his partial shutdown of the government. Blatant. Blatantly lying to military troops about their pay raise. Disclosing information of, of top secret forces on Twitter. Refused to come outside to honor the veterans because it was raining. Blase, blase, blase. So you determine and you decide that you're going to shut down it's best for America for you to shut down the government because you can't get $5 billion for a fucking wall. Man, get the fuck out of here, dude. You have yet to produce to the public any substantial hard facts that every single person coming over here from through Mexico is a hardened criminal a drug dealer, these people are coming over with their families. They're coming over with their little children. You imagine traveling for months across the hot-ass desert to seek asylum in this country to have a better opportunity for your kids? But no, you decide once they get far enough that you'll separate them. I mean, that's no different than on the plantations when the masters just went into the huts and took the kids. What's the difference? They separated families. You're separating families. But I tell you what, though. It's a new day in Washington. You bet the damn show believe that, 4 5. Nancy Pelosi and Mueller get finished with this investigation? Marilago, Kilago, whatever the hell you call it. You ain't gonna be able to hide that, bro. You gonna have to face Lady Justice one way or another. As far as I'm concerned, you always gonna be my dumb ass of the day. Folks, we'll be right back with that's that bullshit. You don't wanna miss us.
welcome back folks i i surely hope for 2019 and beyond that change does come it would heavy heart that i bring you my latest edition of that's that bullshit because folks it really is some bullshit seven-year-old Jasmine Barnes, who was riding in the car with her mom coming from Walmart this past weekend, was tragically shot and killed by, on what's been picked up on surveillance camera, a white man in his 40s driving a red pickup truck. When interviewed, the mom repeatedly asked herself, we played the situation. Did she cut the man off? Did she make a wrong turn? Did she do anything? And she can only come up with no and also no answers as to why someone would randomly pull up beside them and shoot at them. Luckily, the mom and one of her daughters were injured, but a seven-year-old didn't make it. Police are now searching for a suspect, red pickup truck, white man in his 40s. My question other than the fact of why and and huge, huge, huge shout out to radio personality, talk show host, columnist, Sean King, and avid av activist from New York who has already put up $35,000 to help locate the killer and find justice for this family. Race aside, I go back to why. Why would this man feel it in his heart to pull up beside this family and start shooting them? hate but this activist from New York is putting up $35,000 to seek justice for this young lady's killer and our own local activists have yet to make any public comments I know damn well you can get TV time. You're on Fox News every night arguing with Wayne Del Trufino about the plight and the struggle and the fight for the black community, the blacks in the community. Well, goddamn it, Cornell, I ain't seen your ass yet. This man has put up $35,000, which it is what it is. He doesn't have to do that. He's not even from this area. You are from this area, but we have yet to hear you make a public statement 
calling for the public's help and assistance to locate this son of a bitch that killed this young lady for no apparent reason other than the fact that you have so much hate in your heart that that's what you were going to do that day. Big up to Sean Kings. Cornell, I'm calling you out, partner. Where are you in, in, in this situation? Yeah, do I look for red pickup trucks? Yeah, do I see anything suspicious? Have I? No. But what are you doing? Where are the rest of your brothers and the community activists who should be on the forefront with the media bringing more awareness? The more people know of, the more people that know of. Somebody knows who this person is. But it's a shame and it's an embarrassment to our community that an activist outside of this realm completely, he's not even in Houston or Texas, is stepping up and our own political activists have yet to make public statements condoning these actions and using his resources to bring this coward to justice. That bullshit, people. You can get your ass on Fox News every night, 9.35. Ramble on about what the Republicans have done, what this race of people have done, that race of people have done. But when it's time for you to show your face with, 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 with some substance... I ain't seen you, bro. That's all I'm saying. It's that bullshit, folks. Rest in peace to the young lady, and I hope like hell, Skywood is caught. We got to do better as a people. Y'all have to do better as a people. Folks, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Appreciate your time. You can check me on some of the socials at D underscore M-A-D-O-N-E. Hoodies, T-shirts available. Get at your boy if you're interested. As we enter this 2019 year, we reflect back on some of the things that took place in 18, some of the good, some of the bads. But i like to leave you all... With, with just a little bit going forward. There's no way we can go forward if we keep doing the same thing we did and expect different results. And also, there's absolutely no way we should be able to take 
personally something from someone who don't know us personally. Don't take shit from people personally who don't know you personally. Thank you guys for your time. This has been your boy, The Mad One. Another episode down. I'm out this piece.